them come. This is their fate. Alright, alright, welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Uh, we're coming at you today with some more topics. We're going to be talking about that Microsoft acquisition. We're going to talk about some Apex. We're going to talk about a little bit Mad Maggie, 9v9 Control. We're going to talk about uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. And in case we jump into something else, uh, we're going to just put that there. But before we start, as usual, Jalen, Josh, update the people. We missed a week. What well, we we missed the episode, so it's been four weeks. So let's uh let's see what we got this time around, or would it be more of the same? Let's see. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Just trying to make sure uh, you be quiet on this the time. spot, Josh. Yes, you first. Swing All right, I've been, I've been playing a lot of games, just trying out new stuff since since my boy's been MIA. Oh, uh, MIA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yante got hit hit with a bomb uh, <laughs> earlier in the month, so uh, he been busy, and Jalen worked in the graveyard shift. <laughs> oh, my God. So I've been all of my lonesome trying out different games. Uh, we, we might touch on some of them, but uh, otherwise, pretty good. Um, first day of school just started, so I'm I'm back to the grind. But uh, it was a good couple good weeks first, off. Good first yeah. day. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Uh, what what you got for us, Jalen? Let's talk. Let's, let's let's talk about your last four weeks. Trenches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not just not just. <laughs> nah, but I ain't gonna lie, man. This this uh them ER shits, bro. They be like, yeah, bro. We need you in here from six p.m. to two a.m. or 6 p.m. to uh, or 10 p.m. to 6 a. I just be looking like, bro. Like I feel like my sleep schedule just been kind of like, like weirdish. Um, but it's cool though. I, I got my last shift on Wednesday. Um, then I get to go on to learn about women's health stuff, and I ain't really looking forward to that. But <laughs> oh my goodness, what you mean? What's about women's health? It ain't. It's just. It's just a different world, man. I don't. I ain't ready to. See births and stuff like that, yeah, and be oh, you know man. looking at high women and stuff like that. But I'm sure it's gonna be a, a good experience. You know, I'm gonna go in with a, a positive attitude, make the most of it, and stuff like that. But other than that, man, just counting down the days so I graduate May seventh. I'm on you. We finna slide <laughs> up out that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, then I can get back on the game with my boys. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Bro. That's where the real. That's where the real life hits you. You ain't got no more school, baby. It's time for that real hard knocks. Man, you, you know better than us, man. You the boss man go. Boss man gonna come and knocking until you get your own. Until you get your own thing. Trust, trust me. Boss man nah, worse than high high school. Right? I mean, not right. college. I mean, they worse. Mom, you've been hitting me like, yeah, man. So where you finna work? Where you finna apply for jobs? At? You know his places over here. I'm like, mm, I don't even. I don't even want to think about that, bro. She yeah, said man. you graduated in like four months, so like three, four months. Like, what you finna do? I'm like, yeah, you know, three, four months not here yet. We good. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me them hard questions. Don't ask me them hard questions. That's exactly what it is. Like, man, that's tough. I know when I first got out, I was like. I, I I chose a place as a as a as a placeholder ended up staying there for the rest of my career or at least for until up to the current, so that's crazy. But yeah, it's just it's just like 
it's like um it's like okay you got to start doing something right but you you're in a profession it's not like you're looking for something else you're like literally going to be placed into something you should always be able to find a position in that profession right when you kind of come out of college it's kind of like you got this whole which you already know it's like um you 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 have this thing where yeah you sometimes you get placed in your field but most of the time you just find a job uh so i think yours is gonna be a little different it might be a little bit easier transition but you definitely gonna it's gonna be an impactful type of change because it's just gonna be working but you 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 your own person right now you don't have like a lot of baggage um so you should be fine i i think you'll be fine yeah, I, I got confidence I'll be fine, man. It's just stepping onto the real world. Um, like mm-hmm. to say, owning, popping, you know, stuff like that. I need to still buy some more shoes and all that type of stuff. And, and I gotta move. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of stuff going on. But, oh, my God. Um, not not the shoes. I ain't got stuck with an Xbox and a, a PS5 and stuff like that, man. I got to take them with me. I might sell the Xbox just so I can y'all, get out. You feel me? Y'all remember when this man was, was so adamant he wasn't getting no new gen console? How this man beat Josh to both? I was like, no. I don't understand that one, but uh, we, we can talk about that too. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was moving on credit cards, moving, moving stuff around. Moving man. <laughs> that man was moving weight, literally. Was that about 15, 16 pounds? That day about 16 pounds? 16 pounds? That's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've been. I've been raising kids, so that's pretty much my uh, four weeks. My last four weeks was raising two babies. Um, it is very, it's like a, I, I feel like our lives are in so much different spaces. It's ridiculous, but it's like, um, it's cool though, because we get like different experiences. But um, mine's, <laughs> wake up when those babies wake up, sleep when those babies sleep. I still play uh, the game. It's just like, you know, I can't play nothing that I got to pay attention to. Like, I was trying to play Apex with Josh like two, three days ago. And literally, I just go AFK because I'm I got to I'm not going to let him just cry. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go over there or I'm going to, you know, change him or whatever. So. I end up dying or I won't be paying attention or I'll be like moving the controller with one hand and had a baby in the other. So it was like, I can play an RPG. I can play something that can be paused or I can sit in the corner and my boys got my back. But when it comes to Apex, you're in the middle of a firefight and you're talking about some babies, wham, wham, wham. It's like, GG's, bro. I, 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 it, it ain't <laughs> happening. So then you, you mean like when we was trying to play Destiny with your brother? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you talking about shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. He he go off keys and uh, he ended up being an anchor for us to just go out and fight and revive. I, I remember him doing that multiple times, like in uh, in those weird strikes or the nightfall strikes, and we would just have him sit up top. What was that one called where we had to go fight the spider at the end in the tank? Uh, Axis. Yeah, uh, but but what was the name of the strike? You step into the war with the uh, ball. I forget the name of the strike, but whatever, it don't matter. But yeah, that was the strike where you you can literally sit on the edge of the strike and you didn't have to go into the arena, but you could still get people to revive. And I remember Sean doing that multiple times. It was that one too with the giant uh, archon that you got to um, fight at the end. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sit up on those rocks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 prisoner. That's what I'm talking about. But what was the yeah the, yeah, the prisoner oh, on Venus? Uh, yes. No, it was Mars. Yeah. That was Mars, right? Was it Mars? The Archon one. The Archon was Venus, I thought. I'm, I'm talking about the guy that's, that that escaped that prison, like that little thing. He he. When you go into the fight, he'll come out of that 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 capsule. Oh, the teleport. Oh no no yeah we talking about the same one I think it might I have been Mars name, but I don't remember it was Mars wait, because wait, you had to go the same route through those tanks to get to him remember you what had is... to go through the tank field unless I'm remembering it wrong but what, I don't remember if it's I Maybe. think that was part of the base game honestly. Yeah, that was a basic. I game. remember that the, the Archon priest where we used to sit up on that ledge and he used to be running around doing stuff and them shanks used to, you know what I'm saying, jump out. But yeah. The the Archon think... priest was on you talking about winners run? That's I don't know. I don't remember the names now. It's so much it's it's such a blur now, but I remember him sitting, and that was probably House of Wolves. Because House of Wolves is when we actually went and fought those guys and actually had prisoners that got out in the capsules and stuff. That was the one we was fighting them in. It wasn't the dark below. It was it was House of Wolves, and I remember that one being a revamped strike, where you had to go through the tanks to get to him, but it was a different strike. You know, it wasn't. It was the same one that you would go and then you would go fight the big guy. In that room, that that big um, cabal guy, and you can like hide behind the boxes. But then they revamped it, and they did it to where you can go to the other guy, and it might have been called Winner's Run. Yeah, it's Winner's Run, and it's level fourteen, so that's uh, base game. Yeah, yeah. The House that's of Wolves strike is the Shadow Thief, and it got uh, what that name? What, what very say he like Panics, Panics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. All it's also the one where you gotta chase him up the teleporter, and he like jump out behind the rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, he yeah, keep yeah, running yeah. away, don't he? Yeah, like, he, he keep running away. He run away. Yeah, he run away, and then to the last mat, to the last ending part. Yeah, but that was a I'm, man. Why is it such a? It, everything is like pushed together now for me and my brain when it comes to Destiny One, Destiny Two. I can remember vividly, but Destiny One, it's like. Everything kind of got jumbled. I don't know. That's weird. Because when the taking stuff came out, they started jumbling everything and rewriting all that type of stuff, and just they started doing too much. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't even play a regular strike and stuff. And then Atheon, I don't, he got too hard. I couldn't even get to him no more. Yeah, yeah. But um, all that to say, you can't play no games with no babies, and you can't mm-hmm. play no raid with no babies, and you definitely can't play no strike with no babies, and you can't play nothing that's live service where you can't pause it. So, um, as of now, it's like, I have to set aside time where my wife is the one that's taking care of the babies versus me to where I can play those types of games because I can't just play them leisurely like I was like, I'm, I'm playing tales of arise and that's fine. Cause literally I've just paused it when they, when they start crying, I get to pick them up then I go back to it, but like GG's for apex or something like that. Unless they like mm-hmm. literally sleep for they, but they usually it's like some issue. So it's got to be. It's always some issue with the baby. So it's never gonna be. Oh, definitely get two hours of solid sleep. No, <laughs> it's like you're definitely gonna get a problem halfway through. So, 
that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh it's adjustment. It's a huge adjustment. I literally I could probably write a whole another podcast about adjustment for babies in your life. Uh because it's just so much. But it's awesome. I think it's like a really really cool thing and once you get past your mental breakdown and your mental state falling you you you're good you're good it's gonna happen though trust me it's not like it's not gonna happen but once you pass it you know you know what you're here for you know what you meant to do and that's pretty much it make a decision make a decision in your mind and that's happen. that's what happens but you're here to fight tannics here to fight tannics for my babies atheon and all that all those all those things <laughs> Uh, hey, we're very excited. He Titanics has no house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fight well, Guardian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro, very excited to call this close, dude. When he's talking crazy, but man, what you want me to do, big dog? Kill them back. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean, kill them back? Like, how you gonna kill somebody that killed you? He kill them skulls. back. Kill of kill. I'm like, why, bro? Yeah. Destiny was fun, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the situation. Dang, is that the is that the what's in there? That's a train. Um, but yeah, that was that's been my life for the last four weeks. It's been fun though, been fun. Uh, but anywho, now that we got the that out the way, we've caught up. I know that. Uh, Jalen's uh, still on that grind. He's doing his thing, and then Josh just recently started, but he's been playing some other stuff. We're gonna get into what you've been playing a little bit, but before we do that, let's first talk about something that actually dropped today. So it's good that we, you know, didn't record yesterday. Um, Mad Maggie's trailer. Um, did you watch the? Did y'all watch the trailer? I did. Mad Maggie. Jalen. Uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't yeah, gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> hey, man, that's cool. That's cool. No problem. No problem. Uh, but basically, um, and I know, I'm pretty sure you saw it, Josh. It's basically that Mad Maggie fuses a rival or whatever the person that was really his friend that became a rival. Uh, she's coming into the games. Uh, she has like a uh a whip and shield that looks like on the Apex Store or the online like little website i don't know what her powers are but i know that she's like an assault character so i'm pretty sure she's gonna have something like that i don't think she's defense but she could be she could be defense i just don't seem to see it so i'm I'm assuming she's going to have the three bullets next to her icon as well what do you think she's gonna be um that's what i'm trying to figure out she could be i mean defense but i feel like we have pretty good defense characters um uh i don't know uh i feel like they might want to do something different with her like make her a maybe a more melee focused character if she has like a sword and shield um but who knows we'll see um i mean apex i feel like is at its best usually when it's um they got new characters coming out and you can try and experiment stuff and they bring in back a good goddamn map. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good goddamn map. So it's going to be a good season. <laughs> good goddamn map. That, uh, Olympus, uh, it's coming back, but it's coming changed. So we, we might, we'll see. 
That might be big. That might that might might be bigger than World's Edge. I'm like, man, this ain't all living. (laughs) Nah, they ain't gonna go that crazy. They ain't gonna go that crazy, but we'll see. But what they gonna take out? They take out World's Edge. Now you got Stormport, and it's like the same situation. I'd rather have World's Edge than what's the name. And then, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have World's Edge than Stormpoint too. So, World's Edge. and Olympus. That's not, the, that's the go to. Nope. But the, I don't okay. I don't think uh what's what's it? I don't think that um I don't think they gonna do much. They ain't gonna change much. They ain't gonna do much. I just don't see them because lately I ain't I ain't I, I ain't wanna say but you know Apex they've been they've been pretty pretty trash lately. They ain't they ain't really been doing what they've been they normally do. Like they don't they haven't had like any limited modes. Like the only thing they had was a holiday thing, and that's an old mode. I mean, it just felt like they haven't really been trying outside of just, you know, to get get the skins right. I don't really see them doing much to kind of make the game more interesting. Now, Stormpoint was a big one that just came, so I can't really say that they're not doing stuff. All I can say is that it feels different. Like it feels a little bit less. Mm, I don't know. It just feels less. If that makes sense. Like it just doesn't feel. Yeah, it definitely feels like a off season type thing. Even though they, because we know like that one season they skipped the whole character, um, just to like catch up, and so they have more content coming out faster, like more modes and stuff. But um, yeah, they've been consistently releasing characters, and like it took a while to get to a new map, but it's feel like every season they at least update some old maps. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it if it's starting to get slow down because they got more planned later and they just needed to slow down a bit. But yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're consistently adding a new character every few months that's a lot for a game that's to keep the balance and everything correct this is a lot so i mean the good thing about apex is that every character it all comes down to still the same fundamentals shooting movement you know jumping now it's not like you have to have these abilities but they're good to have in case you want to get the upper hand on someone so it's not like it's super hard to balance but at the same time you don't want overpowered. You don't want underwhelming. You want to make sure you have a just right character and you have to come up with the unique abilities that these characters can have. So um, that's probably a lot of toll, probably trying to come up with characters multiple all the time. Um, good characters, that is, and then kind of executing that in a proper way. But I don't know. I just feel like they should hire more people. Because there's just a lot of stuff that I feel like we're missing. Like, we should definitely have a patch by now for the freaking PS5 and Xbox Series X. Fortnite has one. Call of Duty got one. Like, come on now. Apex should definitely have one. Uh, All the major players when it comes to, like, those big old battle royales, they'd have had updates. And then sitting around here, Apex, one of the biggest ones, ain't got nothing. So, I just feel like... That's very lazy. I feel like not having the, the ability. I mean, they introduced crossplay, and I think that was at the beginning of this season. Am I correct or wrong on that? Or was that season before with Valkyrie? I thought like um, it was The one with Valkyrie. That yeah. was last April. Okay. So, I mean, they adding crossplay was good. I just think, I just think that it's like a, 
It's like a pacifier I mean, move. Even even Call of Duty got cross progression. Yeah, Apex cross progression. Like it's like a pacifier move for something that they don't really want to do. You know, that's what it feel like. It's like we have the ability to do this. It probably wouldn't be that hard for us to do it, but we're going to say it is because we don't. We want it to last as long as possible. We want our money to be. We want to get the bands up before we move it on. Because once they do that, obviously. It's not like I'm a. It's not like some per, people are are not going to spend money on the game. It's just that they don't have to spend money twice if they're a really diehard fan, or if they don't really want to. If they play on a PC as well as on the Xbox or consoles, um, so it just I don't know. Maybe there maybe there is a big group of people that actually buy stuff twice, but I really doubt that. I just think they're just keeping people on platforms due to restrictions or whatever the case may be. I just think they need to go ahead and switch it up and just move on because it's just causing a little bit more of a um, a problem and inconvenience for the um, player than anything. It makes me not want to spend money in a game because I'm just like, if I spend money here and then you never bring it, I don't want to play on this platform no more. I don't want to play on it no, any longer than I have to, and yet you still got haven't even did an update. You haven't even did, like, how am I supposed to expect y'all to do the freaking cross progression and y'all haven't even done a freaking update to make it 14 for whatever you're going to do because it's, it's not going to be a big thing i just w- wish y'all would um make some changes so we have heard of a cross you know we have heard of an update coming it's supposed to be coming on their uh would that be third year anniversary um in february so around like the 14th or the 10th um, they're supposed to be releasing an update that would give it 120 frames per second. So we'll see. Um, at that point, it's just gonna force me to not be able to use my my controller, <laughs> and I'm gonna be annoyed because <laughs> my uh, modded PS5 controller keep breaking. So uh, I need to I need to figure something out with that to get some back buttons, but. Anyways, I'm not paying scuff $300 for back buttons. This was ridiculous. But um, those are my problems, not everyone's problems. Apex is still one of the one of the more engaging battle royales, and uh, we've 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 tried a little bit of Call of Duty. We tried a little bit, right, Jalen? We got we got some of that Warzone in, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, we I appreciate did. y'all. Yeah, appreciate, yeah, yeah. See, see, see. Sight. Not just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Not just playing. Nah, y'all, y'all definitely tried it, man. Y'all did more than me because y'all know I don't try a game and be yeah. engage. I just cut the game on and t- do what y'all tell me to do. Skip tutorials and all that other stuff and just be looking it down. Yeah, but uh, we 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 definitely uh, tried that. I ain't got no problem with playing it again. It's more so about. Uh, speed in that f- field of view, the field of view on, on Call of Duty is, cannot be changed, and it's like atrocious on console. But really, the speed of how you move is really what I'm like. I have like an issue with because it's just like feels slower. But that's not that's to say that that's just a different type of style of gameplay, and it's like a little bit more slow down, a little bit more strategic, not strategic, but more. Um, just more you know based around who saw who first versus apex you can see somebody first but that don't mean you're gonna kill them or you're gonna hit them 
So sometimes it's better to just wait and try to get a better position on that said person. I think in Call of Duty, it seems as if if you saw somebody, you more likely can kill them. Um, it, it depends. Like it, it's a little bit of that, but it, it's some of the apex. But the kill time is is shorter, so you're more likely to be able to kill somebody. But you can the snipers, you can't. It, it's just you still got to make sure you're gonna kill them and stuff before getting away your location. Cause you got a mini map with red dots and stuff up there that pop up. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we're going to play a little more. Like I said, I don't know. I'm not opposed to playing it and I still have it. So it's not that, uh, it's not as terrible as I, I once thought because it's a, a different version rebirth, which I never knew about, but smaller map re, re responds, uh, changes up the, like the, the situation a little bit more, but not here to talk about that. We talk about apex. So, one thing that they did bring up about Apex, um, which was really cool, was the 9v9 mode. Tell me what y'all think about 9v9 control mode in Apex. Um, That, I'm not sure about how to work. I think it'd be cool to have a team mode, but I think 9v9 sounds odd to me in the sense where I don't know any games that, that go with like a 9. It's like a 4 six eight twelve um so i'm curious why there is 99 um three, six, if nine, there's gonna be th- um two three two teams of three i mean three teams of three so it's like yeah three things but you can do four teams of three and then have an even 12. Well, but I, i'm just curious if there's going to be more objective base where there's advantages to have you know one team go middle one team go left one team go right and there is a reason that they went with the three instead of like a team deathmatch type thing where there 12 people go different directions and just fight uh, for the objective. Because it says it's True. unlimited respawns and stuff as well. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. not like a, uh, you know, uh, it, it sounds like a domination mode, but I'm, I'm just wondering how they're going to make this have their own Apex spin on in order yeah yeah no nah, that that makes sense and um i mean you're right they could do the 12 v 12 um but i just think there's i it, that might be yeah as you stated a part of their spin so we, we have to wait and see but i can speculate when i, when I was speculating is that they're going to do something a little bit different than regular just or regular control uh they're probably going to have multiple try uh points to, to engage but they're also going to probably have some type of like as you say the objective based um versus just capping the points um they could just just simply do that too but um where is these things going to be held you know is there going to be an actual map or are they going to actually split up a small piece of the map and just make you fall into there and make the rest of it the red zone like i don't know how they're going to set up the actual rings if they're going to just do arenas um it's really you know interesting to see what they do with this to make it interesting um mm-hmm. but apex is probably the most I, people i trust with something like that they're going to be loadouts so you're going to have selectable loadouts you're not going to be looting on the ground um it's going to be more of arena style when it comes to that portion you just select your loadout and you kind of go from there um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a buy station or if it's just going to literally just be you picking a loadout like on the trains version, like you know how the train had nine people 
converging on one spot and they were seeing who that can dominate. Uh, that might be something similar to that where they have everybody just come into one spot to dominate and you pick a loadout and it gives you everything you need there. Faster regens, who knows, you know. I just think I I give them a little bit more freedom to kind of make it make a make a better mode and I kind of trust them cuz arenas isn't a bad mode. It's just not the mode to go along with something that's superior as in their battle royale because their bat if their battle royale was trash i would be playing arenas but because their battle royale works so well i don't really care for arenas it's not like arenas is a terrible mode it's just that battle royale is just so much better when it comes to how we want to engage with this game so trust me like call of duty like because their battle royale sucks people are playing rebirth you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because nobody mm. wants to play their big one no more. They go play Rebirth. But it, Apex don't have that problem. Apex doesn't have a problem where people don't want to play the Battle Royale. They have a problem where people love the Battle Royale too much to the point where Arenas is just, you know, second fiddle. So there's how how can we get people to engage with Arenas? And that's probably introducing more than just one mode. Maybe Maybe having arenas not turn into just arenas with 3v3 but now it's got these rotating modes coming in and out where people can have fun within and maybe that is how we engage with that maybe control and all of these things they become objective maybe we have elimination and like not only do you can you revive your teammates after they die completely die um like you, they, they give them a refive timer or whatever you know case may be like they turn that arenas into something more you know that is the only way i see the arenas really becoming the equivalent of battle royale because the battle royale is just too good to be to be passed up on it's like if i'm going to choose one i'm gonna choose battle royale but if i didn't have a choice like if i if i if, if, if it sucked then i'll be playing arenas so um that's the dilemma they have how can I you think that I don't know if, if arenas will ever be as equal, but I think they, they do need to just have more content in general because mm -hmm. even though the battle royale in Apex is really good, content wise of like other things to do is the weakest because like other battle royales got one v ones or I mean one, you know, solo queue or quads, like you boot up Fortnite or Call of Duty, they got a bunch of different options. And not to say every mode is as popular as another, but like if we don't want to play trios on, you know, um, Stormpoint, then you just don't play Apex because there's nothing else to do. Like there's the one map and there's one mode True. for the next hour. And so that's it. So even though we don't play arenas, because I just think that didn't work for us right now, um, I think a mode like that is still good. Like, you know, maybe arenas is just not it, but just having a different mode to have something else to do is, is still good. Yeah, like I have, I have a lot of fun in arenas when I'm playing alone because it's just simply um less of me trying to find where the enemy is is less of me trying to uh position myself well it's me head up saying i'm better than you i'm about to beat you it's kind of like 
that's pretty much the sentiment of arenas for me. I'm either going to play Bloodhound or I'm play Gibraltar. I'm playing Gibraltar because I'm trying to close the gap and I'm trying to kill you. I'm playing Bloodhound because I don't want to waste my time trying to find you so I can kill you. Versus other ones, it's like, you know, you got to play other characters that kind of benefit. Like, I'm playing Loba because I, I want more loot. I'm playing, you know, um, I'm playing, uh, what's the other person I play? A lot. Anyways, I'm playing other people because they have different benefits in the battle royale versus when I'm playing in arenas. So it kind of make, it changes up the style to play and like the engagement. So 99 coming sounds like an improvement or more to come later. I don't know if it's going to replace the arenas or if it's going to replace uh, because it's a limited time mode. So I'm not sure if it's going to be just on the side, like, like, you know, how the holiday bash thing was, or if it's actually going to replace something. It's not a takeover. So never mind. I'm, I'm thinking of a takeover. It's actually just a limited time mode. Um, so yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what they actually can do. Um, it's called, what's the, it was apex legends. What was the name of Maggie's? I think it was um, Punishment. No, not Punishment. Maggie's was called. God, why can't I remember nothing? Maggie's was called. Not Madness. Not Def. It was it. Oh, it was Defiance. No. What the heck was her? freaking thing called <laughs> I can't find it it was called defiance okay never mind apex legend defiance uh that instead of apex legends escape is basically called apex legends defiance but I, i'm ready to see what she can do actually um hopefully she interesting hopefully she's better than when fuse dropped because fuse was not the greatest character he's fun now to play because he just has like a, a he got a he got a the one of the more annoying um types of equipment just like when you spam in that freaking blast thing bro it's like the most annoying thing because you just literally can't do anything about it you can't stop it you can't run through it if you run through it you're gonna take damage and they gonna know where you are and then he got the fire now where it can actually show you where you're being where people where they're at so um his is probably like not one of the more annoying ones kind of like um caustics him and caustic kind of like he kind of leveled up to caustic level of annoyance for me to fight um because he just has the ability to stop you from moving forward and that's what's annoying but yeah uh we'll see i think it's gonna be a very interesting one what you think Jalen? what you think about this um 9v9 mode this experience uh, where they hold i think it'd be like oh my god no i'm just messing with you uh. Um, are you not just flying? But um, I feel like it would be cool, uh, just based off the simple fact that it's like introducing something new in Apex. I mean, y'all said it's temporary though, right? I mean, I guess just because it's temporary don't mean that it's uh, like it can't be back. permanent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, basically, so I agree with you know some of the things said before. I feel like Apex and kind of got to the point where they're comfortable. Uh, clearly, y'all see me going to play Warzone a little bit more. They ain't never put my alternator back in that mug, so I'm really not feeling the game at the moment. I ain't seen that mug since what? August? What was it? That's when uh, Sierra came? Something like that? Um, yeah. It's been 
I just feel like it, yeah, it's been gone for a while, bro. So I'm like, you know, the thing that was holding me there was Olympus, and they took Olympus away, and now we got Stormpoint and stuff like that. Um, the game kind of is at like a lower point, so like this change will be hopefully refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. And like Josh said, Apex don't got any other game modes or anything like that. You can play arenas, just don't have enough value or reward for me to keep playing and stuff like that. And um, I don't get as much enjoyment out of it because, like you said, their regular Battle Royale is, like, the best one out there. Um, so, basically, I'm just – I'm hoping that it would be smooth and stuff like that. I doubt that it would top their Battle Royale, but um, I still got a lot of faith in a company or, uh, you know, a respawn to make, make something as, like – yeah, make something that's worthwhile. Because I, I ain't going to say they let me down with Apex and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a, you know, we've been we've been playing Apex for a couple of years and stuff. We had that last year where we was only like, you know, heavy and we was going kind of crazy and stuff like that. And then around the time when Steer came out, I felt like it started diminishing just a little bit. Um, and then oh, when Stormpoint came out. The amount of matches we played, yeah, season eight and nine or season Whatever those last two seasons were, we definitely play less. Yeah, that's because they, you know, the, the maps and stuff that they had. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they still had Olympus and stuff like that, which was cool. But now we just see, like, a lot of Stormpoint and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, you know, I ain't, I'm not the most interested in playing this map. Like, I literally, y'all know me, I like playing on Lifeline and stuff like that. But aside from that, I just don't like the engagements and all the, what you say, the foliage on the level the, all, the, all the extra stuff man all the trees yeah, like the grass. tree branches and sliding down you know when a game don't want you to go somewhere but it lets you jump into that area so you keep sliding down and getting stuff like i didn't got killed a couple of times doing that trying to run around a tree and stuff so um hopefully this new like i said hopefully this new 9v9 bring the game to a little bit more of a refreshing state because at this point right now I don't have much reason to go back till they bring back that alternator in Olympus. And hopefully they don't mess Olympus up when they bring it back. Because if it got a big old hole in the, in the middle of it, <laughs> hey, it's going to be a hole in my storage because that bug's going to go bye-bye. <laughs> man, don't say that, man. What you talking that about? That mug going to go bye-bye. I'm going to get that mug going quick, fast, yeah. and in a hurry. Uh, you know he'll do it. He quit He quit on uh, he, he quit on Death Dog a long time ago. Hey, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna download a Destiny on my Xbox. I was like, I mean, I could download it on his Xbox <laughs> just so, just in case, even though I ain't gonna ever play it. But in a weird day that I wake up drunk and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> off the Zannies or something like that, I might wanna cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Be like, I can handle Zannies calling. <laughs> I can That's handle Zannies calling. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I know you remember that video, man. Yeah, man. I can handle Zannies calling. I Wasn't he like saying when his booty short or something, dude? Bro, it was like you ashy, you got this pizza that you've been stuck eating yo his pants was halfway down and yeah. he was just sitting in the car like fucking hand his panties <laughs> I'm like, bro, this dude gone. Yeah, but um no, nah, all valid points, man. Like I said, the Apex need to do something that's gonna um that's going to top their battle royale and they, they got to do something that's really, you know, worthwhile. And I think arenas was a good attempt and I think they learned a lot from it. I think they need to just go ahead and expand on that, make that into something a more of a, you know, call of duty esque, you know what I'm saying? Like they have modes in there. That's more than just one thing. Like you can go in there yeah. and you can play arenas and you can play six V C team deathmatch. 
you can go in there and play uh, domination you can go in there and play like that's what arenas is right that's their own entity in that or that own little space and then you got the apex legend battle royale because i wouldn't i would not i would not mind playing those types of modes I'm not saying that they're going to be something i'm going to play constantly because again their battle royale is just too fun and i don't play those often enough anyway but to put that too much time and effort into that, I don't know how they would, you know, kind of, I don't know how they, how they would, uh, monetize it because that's all they care about right now is monetization. So, um, arenas was very much so something I didn't expect to ever happen. It was a permanent mode that really doesn't benefit the game in a way where it has caused people to come in droves <laughs> like it just didn't happen um there's a select few people that only play arenas but there is very very little people like that so that's people that, that only play arenas that i ain't gonna say that game mode cheeks but i mean but dang like yeah nah, well, like i was saying before it's like arenas is just have... the one-to-one copy of valorant and like there are other games like counter-strike that have that same Mm-hmm. flow that apex tried to copy i just don't think they did it as well but if realistically i know y'all like the battle royale more but arenas was more competitive i felt in a sense where you are literally every round get to show off your skill we just you know you gotta learn other maps and like you can't just play normally so you gotta relearn the game but like it is the more competitive mode in a sense. So I, I, I think that's why a lot of yeah. people play it. I don't yeah. actually I don't know if it's a lot of people, but there are people that play it dedicated because they keep adding maps for it. So it's like there are people playing it. They add a maps for that game type? Hey, man, it's yeah, like seven game, maps now. It's, like, it's more than seven. It's like Yeah, like three every season and it's been out for like three seasons. Yeah, they need to get that mug out of there. That's probably why they keep adding them doggone maps, bro. Bring back a weapons. Wrong with them. Yeah, well, I like I said, it's more of a. I think your you had a better point when you made when you said that they didn't have anything else because if you didn't want to play the map on that they had currently, there's nothing else to do. So this was the birth of something that's something else to do. You know that was a good point too. But I get what you're saying as well. Like this is objectively the more competitive mode. Which I feel when I play it because I'd be like, oh, I'm about to whoop him, and this the this the good dude on the team. So I gotta I gotta I gotta go at his neck every time. So every time I play it, I fight this guy because I'm like, he not finna keep beating me. And it's Gibraltar, or if I'm playing Gibraltar, it's better Gibraltar. It's like you know that guy has the skill to kind of to to either beat you or you have to outplay you. So you have to play him off well, and then like. I remember even engaging in some arena moments where I was like, I, I was pinging the mess out of the one guy that was really good on the team because I wanted my team to engage with him. So it's obviously tactics and like strategy and is competitive in that mode because simply you could have one guy take the t- entire round. You got clutch moments, you got all that stuff in that mode. You're not really doing that often in Battle Royale. Most of the time you're running around, but it feels more engaging and fun because you literally have an entire map to make make this dynamic moves. And once you kind of get a flow going, you got people coming left, right, bottom, and you're like, Jesus, when it's going to stop. But if you overcome it, 
that's when you get that moment of triumph and, and you, like you feel really good about that engagement in itself. But most of the time, like when I say 75% of the time, it's just dropping and dying because we're look, we're chasing that moment where you could probably get a more sustained engagement playing arenas. So I get what you're saying too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think you made an even better point when you said they didn't have anything to have on the side. All they had was arena. All they had was the battle royale. And if you didn't like that map, there's nothing else to do in Apex. So that's when they engaged with this. So two good points. And I think that's both ring true. I just think that um, copying them probably wasn't the best. I didn't even know they did that. Copying them and not making it a better spin or making it better in any type of way, like really giving the, the uh, like really engaging in that, in that, in that arenas where they have different modes or different abilities versus trying to take their abilities into that mode that sometimes don't fit um, and don't really help. So we'll see. We'll see what they do with this 9v9. We'll see what they do with the future of new modes. But um, as of now, I just think that they need to have a little bit more variety. If they're going to keep shoving mo events down our throats and trying to get the money, they should really be shoving down some more modes, more, more unique experiences, because I think they can do it. And I just think that they're kind of just wanting to sell us some skins right now. It's been like that for a year. Um, so y'all keep just, buying them, man. Hey, y'all reinforce me. Behavior. dude. I got good skins. It's good goddamn skins. What you talking about? Man, them, them $30 skins, bro. Boy, my y'all wash y'all rabbit mine. Man, you still get to have all the engagement. You you still get every mode in there. So it's not like you'd have to buy it. I'm saying the fact that they make enough money to do so. Like you literally are benefiting from that because you're not. You're not paying anything, but you're also getting everything that we have in regards to the core concept of the game, right? So oh, I got my yes. alternator though. No, you don't get the alternator, but they don't take All the right. alternator away because of they want to sell more skins. They take the alternator away for balancing ish balancing and to try to uh bring in new weapons. So to that make you is do what something different so they can buy more time to sell more skins. <laughs> Bro. No, man, that's not what's happening. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. They, they're, they they're, have. They're greedy. They are greedy. I'm not saying they're not. I I never say they're not because I know they're greedy because they they charge way too much for their stuff. I'm saying that the quality of game under that that greediness is worth it to me. To me, not to you. It ain't be to you, but to me, I feel like there's so much that I've garnered from the game that. I don't, and I, and I enjoy it enough to want to engage in that way. Yes, it's just, you know, you know, another color and another outfit for a digital character. But I guess it's more of about, um, you know, representing, I guess not representing yourself in the game, but just showing off, you know, how much money you spend. Yeah, distinctiveness. Of, I mean, it could be just showing off how much money you spend, too. I mean, that's. That's that's not something you don't do. I'm like playing. people I'm buy. Playing. No, I'm no, but it's true though. It's like it's truth to what you're saying. It's not like people don't do that. Like like oh, I bought this because I wanted to show that I got every skin in the game. 
I like certain things and I like the heirloom. So I have to buy things to get to the heirloom. So sometimes it does come off to be where it shows that I bought pretty much all of it. But when I buy the Apex Legends packs, like the additions, I just want all the collection. That's it. It's like, even though it does nothing for me, I don't even wear half the skins. It's just, I want the collection of having all the additions of Mirage, Pathfinder, uh, Octane, uh, Loba, whoever comes out, I'm probably going to buy. And that's $20 a pop. So it's it's like this collection thing, but it's also show y'all, show offy. Sometimes that's, that is what people do. People do the same thing when they buy shoes and they never wear them. They just want people to know that they got them. So I don't know. It's just something about when you engage with something well and more enough. Like I'd rather engage with something that I'm actually playing and getting some excitement out of than the brand. Because at the end of the day, that brand did nothing, literally nothing for me. It gave me no more enjoyment for me to put it on my feet. But this game has provided me enjoyment because I actually play it and I use what said things in said game. So I can be I can be a little bit less, you know, more I can be more loose with that than I could with um, buying an item because this brand is nice and this brand may have like I will buy a quality shirt over a brand any day but people sometimes just buy a brand over a quality shirt because of what that brand could I guess identify for them or showcase for them that they want to be shown um the same thing that kind of come with these characters if I'm if I play everybody and I enjoy everybody, I won't when when I when I actually play that individual. I want my I want my experience or my uh, my equipment to look like I actually care about said character. So I want these these this this person to have the the nicest banner. I want them to have the nicest outfit on. I want them to have some equips. I want them to have cool looking keel and my, so, my tracker so that's kind of you know that so Jalen, why, why don't you like cosmetics you said why well, i don't like cosmetics yeah because i don't own them but you what you mean you don't own them like they could take it away from me at any type any time i don't have anything to show for if they was to shut their game server down things like that oh well I yeah i understand them. like you don't want to pay money but even the free stuff you don't care about I mean, some stuff is cool, like, but I just don't, like, I don't get to see my character with the skin on, like, in a first-person shooter game. Y'all know I play fashion, so it's like, if I play Dark Souls, I care about how my dude look, right? Mm-hmm. And Apex, I don't get to see that, so I'm not finna do that. Like, y'all got barriers, like, it's digital stuff, I don't own it. So if y'all was to shut the game down, this is an online-only game. I can't do anything with it. Um, secondly, y'all want too much money for it. Thirdly, mm-hmm. I can't see it on my dude. Like, this for other people to see me. And I just feel like at that point, I'm not wearing it for myself. I'm wearing it for other people. Same thing with, like, when people, like, the point you was making when you was buying clothes and brands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You say you want a quality shirt because you care about how it look on you. Or not how it look on you, but how it feel I on feel. you. Like the, yeah. Versus other people go buy Gucci, Louis, all this type of stuff. Because they want other people to see that they got something or whatever. So... I was never somebody that was really like that, so it kind of correlate with the game. And and this this is two separate rounds, but they kind of coincide just a tad bit. Uh, it's a little bit of a reach, I will say that. But I don't ever care about the way I, my character look on the game unless I'm seeing them. Like I'm like, yeah, my dude look cold. Like so, I care about cosmetics to a certain degree, but it need to 
it need to have some flair to it. Like in Call of Duty, I ain't never buy skins on my guns for real, for real, because you can't really see them on there. Like you can, but you you die so quick and just keep you know what I'm saying. It's just saying you can't really bask in it for real. Like you looking at other stuff around you. It's the first person. I don't know if that's making any sense to y'all, but um, I mean, I'm just selective on what I like. Makes, to. It makes sense, I suppose, but it's like um, it's like the gold gun in Overwatch. You like it because it kind of gives you showcases that you use that gun a lot, right? And you don't have to pay for anything. But say, for instance, what is it doing to what is it hurting you to actually equip it versus not never when it. you didn't pay it for it? You know, I I never get it. Okay, I I'm not saying that you dare, but I'm saying oh, like, you that is the same thing. Like if you were to actually get that. What is the point of not equipping because you feel as if you can't see it, but at the same time, what what is what is what is that like? What I guess that it's not like I'm trying to figure you out. It's more so about really just understanding. To make a point. Yeah, it's like what is the difference between not wearing and wearing when something is free and you can have you you can you have access to. You play the game enough, you have access to. And you utilize this in a way where you care about it at least when you're emoting, when you're when you're doing finishers, you're gonna see that character in some way, shape, or form. Like when you have when you when you when you got the heirloom heirloom item, I didn't expect you to actually buy the heirloom because I was like, maybe he don't really care about any of it. But you bought the heirloom, but I was thinking I think more so because we told you what they were for. You didn't really care about that. And then you was like, okay, but well, I might as well buy lifelines because now I can see her little drumsticks, whatever she's doing with them, blah, blah, blah. But it was free, so it was equipped. I mean, you found one thing like your one skin with a lifeline and you wear it. But I understand what you're saying, like, um, because you, you know, you made points in the past that hey, I only pay, play with Lifeline because she had equipped. I had got a skin for her. You have plenty of skins for every other character. You just probably haven't looked, and you don't. I, and that, and that's kind of like, um, I really just want to understand the whole concept of maybe it's just more so. If I don't engage with it at all, I'm never tempted to look at it to, to do anything or purchase anything, or is it more just, um what you were stating earlier is like, I can't necessarily see it all that well. So I'm not going to well, engage with it, but it, it seems like it's a kind of like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like both sides of the same. To- it's like both sides of a, two different tokens though. Cause it's like, you're saying, okay, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to care for it. But then you do still, still equip stuff sometimes, but you don't equip it for most characters. You only play with one character. That makes sense. It's a it's a combination of things. Like if the first thing is y'all know I'm like I'm I need if I'm gonna spend money on something I need to see the value behind it. Like my value of a dollar versus your value of a dollar versus Josh's value of a dollar. They're completely different, right? Yeah. Um, I spend money on shoes and stuff like that. Um, y'all probably don't see the benefit of doing it, but. I mean, I ain't gonna say I see the benefit completely, but you know, when I get them them purple dunks, I'll be like, man, he lives kind of icy, you know what I'm saying? So I uh, see the benefit of doing it. I just, I just kind of grew past it. That's what always, yeah, that's what I always say is like, I, you know, you you see the benefit in anything you do, you see the benefit. Just like this, I see the benefit in doing it, and I see the benefit of not doing it. I could have saved plenty of money by not doing it this way, but it's more so about 
the psychology of it and understanding what what is the reason that would cause someone to disengage on something that they kind of play often disengage in that aspect of it but they don't even need it i think that i do think that the money aspect or like how you get it does play into it it's just more maybe subconscious because like and i messed up if we was playing modern warfare 3 then um you know, you uh, keep playing, you unlock your fall camo or you unlock your uh, gold golden guns. And, like, you'll put them on because you earned them or you got yeah. them for, for doing something. Whereas in a lot of games, especially Apex, there is no there is no way to earn anything. Um, like, it's, it's just a random loot box drop or you pay for it. And, like, that does diminish the, I guess, the... Uh, rareness of them because that it's a lot of people that complain about halo for that same reason where it's like you know in halo 3 to get the hayabusa armor i have to do something special but like if i want samurai armor in infinite i'm either gonna you know get it for free from playing an event or uh i'm gonna buy it and there's no actual status or value to it it's just a skin so all that to say like i think that the the money does play an aspect of it and also, like, like Jalen said, if it's not something that you're gonna see often, then you can kind of ignore it. It don't, it don't, it don't affect the gameplay at all. So, like, let's say Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, cats mm-hmm. used to, uh, they used to get on your head. You got fall camo, bro. You don't, you can't have fall camo. Look at your KD, or you not even this prestige. It take this amount of time to get these many headshots. You boost it. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But when you have, when you earn those camos or whatever. It don't take anything away from me to do it. I, I like. I'm gonna just go an example. I like using a scar. Every time I play Call of Duty, when I on Modern Warfare Two, when I was trying to go off or something, I, I got my scar. Like I got my scar, Scavenger, Stopping Power Pro, and then I got uh, what's that last one? Commando. Like I already know what I'm running, and because I use that scar so much, because I care about using this gun and stuff like that. Go, I'm gonna slap a cam on it. All right, bet. Now I got fall. Now I can show people I got 500 headshots, and now I got my uh, fall cam or whatever. So if they pick up my gun or something, you know, you might be able to provoke people a little bit. But, man, you boosted for this. I did boost for it. We ain't going to talk about that part, though. But anywho. But anyway, first, first, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, people have their little formulas and all that type of stuff. But anyway, what I'm saying is I earned it. It was on the route of me doing what I normally do in the game in order to earn something. So I didn't have to deviate and do nothing extra. It rewarded you for how you played. For how, yeah, I was rewarded for how I played. So I had to spend no money besides, you know, playing Xbox Live and Modern Warfare 2. I'm going, I was going to get this amp anyway. Um, Secondly, like I said, the cost standpoint, if it costs a lot of money, I pay like a dollar or two dollars or something for some camos or something like that. Like I will, I, I indulge in some of those things. I bought a lifeline scan because one was on sale or whatever, and I could pay them with a red tokens on Apex and stuff. So I do buy stuff on there, but I just tend to buy all my stuff because I don't buy something unless I really want it because I know how the little microtransaction stuff work, that they give you a lump sum. That can usually get burned through pretty quick, pretty quickly. So unless you're going to re-up on there and stuff like that, you might want to hang on to it. Um, likewise, the Destiny, I bought the Crank That Soldier Boy. I ain't want to... I saved my silver for a long time or whatever. And I was just like, all right, I guess I could get this because I really enjoy to crank that soldier boy. And I still got all this silver on here that I never use because 
you know, they they just put content or like little aesthetics, little emotes, like, cosmetic. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I always hang on to it. So when y'all talk to me about my Apex and how I ain't bought no characters and stuff, I spent some of them red tokens buying Lifeline, another skin or whatever, but all her other skins, they're they're literally copy and paste of each other. And like the, the legendary ones or the epic, whatever the highest rank called, like they're, they're the same ones of each other. They're just reskins. And then when you start going to the store and stuff, then they start wanting all this other stuff. And then we take a certain form of currency and stuff like that. Because there's definitely been things that I've wanted in there. And I was like, you know, this will be cool, you know. But then I started thinking about the practicality of it. Yeah, I want $20 and stuff, and I ain't finna see my character, and it don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? All this type of stuff. I'm like, bump it. I really don't need this skin because it's not going to do nothing. Now, the heirloom, again, I spent some things on I had to spend my little tokens on that, but I got that out of a box. I remember y'all told me how the heirlooms work, what you got to do to get them, all this type of stuff. Still flew over my head to some capacity because I don't indulge into the the market, the loot boxes, and all that type of stuff to fully get a grasp on how it works. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a layperson when it comes to their store or whatever because I'm not fully in the store understanding what you got to buy, get the tokens, all that type of stuff. But anywho, I got a Dropbox and they gave it to me. So I'm like, okay, bet. Now I can actually pull out her thing. She got little different hit animations. You know what I'm saying? She got animations, bro. Let's talk about it. Animations. They put some effort into this game to make her do animations and not just put a skin over somebody, a coat of paint over them to do something. So they showed me some sort of effort that they put into the game. And I'm like, okay, I can indulge in that a little bit. They got the sound effects too. They got sound bites in there now, bro. Like we, it's, it's different stuff coming into like place with these. It, they actually put some work into it. So I'm like, okay, I can indulge in it. So anytime you pull it out, it's just animation. You can actually see them. Like all that makes it better. I still want to spend all money on it. Don't get me wrong now. Don't I, I ain't saying how to spend money. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, I I agree with you on that. I, I was just trying to, you know, because I have actively seen you say, you know, I don't like like say for instance you like remember when I story, asked so you I said <laughs> remember, when, remember when I asked you I said I know you got crafting materials why don't you buy the 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 trackers for your character because I know you've you know done a lot of stuff with said character. You didn't even want to, you didn't even want to put your kills on your on your banner. I mean I I guess you just didn't have you just didn't care. I mean that makes sense, but at the same time, I don't know what is the point of playing said game if you don't engage with the things that show off what you've done in said game. Like you don't do badges. Like if you were probably to drop a twenty bomb with lifeline, I don't expect you to put the, the badge on there. That's what oh, I'm putting that like. up there if they give it to me. You know the game they want they make everything a drop, so half the stuff I don't even have because they I didn't get the drop. But you got the crafting materials that you don't need them for elsewhere because you're not going to do anything with them, right? I, I might, I might. That's the, that go back to the he, thing where you're not going to get crafting the, materials it's easy. It's like he might not use it this season or next season, but like in three seasons there might be something. I definitely, like, yeah, I definitely it. use them. I, you just, but once you but get the level like, five, like nine seasons. Materials. That's what I'm saying. Like it's been like nine seasons. How many times have you crafted in the next game? Maybe like one or two items. It's been nine seasons. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's but we didn't start playing time. Apex for real until like season like six. I'll I'll say Deontay that the way that he's playing it if that he knows he's only going to want one thing every now and then it's better to hold on to it because there's not easy ways to get the currency like it 
you grind for it through unlocking loot boxes or you spend money yeah. to get it. And so when, if they come out with an event next week, you know, and they got the heirloom and there's a lifeline scan that you can only get from the event, that's like 2,400 things. And it takes like a whole season or more to like get 2,400 crafting materials. Yeah. No, I understand that. I'm not telling him to waste spot. it on something. I'm saying there's been nine seasons and two things have been earned or two been things have been crafted. That means that out of all, the, but he's saying it, I only started really in six. So I guess, but you're not paying attention to what's in the game to even engage in that way. That's what I, I'm confused by that. I look course. at the store periodically. You I, look I, at the I store the periodically. Story. Yeah. Every time I get on a game, I might check it. Well, not every time I get on a game, but like, I might check it, or if y'all say something in a chat or something, I might go check the store. Hmm. I don't just like ignore the store completely. Like I, I check it, but you, you know, you, but you I do want. know that the only thing that you can purchase with the currency that you have is the recolors. So the stuff that's actually there, like this event that just occurred today, this dark death events, right? This event has a lifeline skin that you can now create because that is something that they put in the game for you to create it. But the only time that you can actually use the currency you earned to get something new is when these events occur. Now, now, granted, these events, um, these events that are occurring uh, right now, like this Dark Depths events, this going to stay in their store for forever. But like, say, for instance, when um, Lifeline had that really cool. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know what you could deem cool, but when she had that skin that was in the event for, I think um, it was Revenant's heirloom. Um, I don't know if you actually went into engage and see how much it costs to actually make it because you can make it at that point and just get that skin. But I don't think you do that. And that's why I was kind of like, I don't know what you mean when you say, I, but I, I'm assuming now I should believe I should be able to believe that you actually do do that. I just don't know about it. Yeah, I don't check. Like, like I said, I don't be keeping up to date with all like what they be doing and stuff in there. I just check it periodically to see if something happened or. But you can't. You know, you, but you, but you hear what I'm saying? Like, you can't make the stuff that they sell outside of the events that occurred. But you do check the events. Is that what I'm hearing? Because you can't, if you go I to mean, the store when it's not an event occurring, you can't make it. But when there's an event occurring, you can finally make it with the crafting materials you have. Or, um, but, or, but the, the red currency is only for recolors. So skins, you already got legendaries that have been, has a recolor for. So the, literally, the only thing that your currencies are good for are when events occur. But when events occur, I, you just ignore it blatantly. You ignore it, the entire thing. That's why I was like, I don't see how you engage with it if you don't do it in those times. And it's been like nine seasons. So I don't know. I mean, I, I could be ignoring them completely. I don't be knowing what's an event and what's not an event half the time, to be honest with you. So um, I just, like I said, but at the, at the bare bones, like that's, that's, that's how I operate. Like I buy my stuff until I really, really, really want to buy something. something. And then I go ahead and spend it on that because like at the end of the day, they give me a limited amount of currency. Once you're level 500, you get less loot boxes and stuff like that. Basically, I ain't trying to get finessed by the game. Like, I will not get finessed. That's on baby. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I get like, what you're saying. Like, I would never 
tap into a currency that I have to put real money into. But I would also learn the systems that I of a game that I play often. So that's my yeah. that's my gripe. It's more so, yeah, I get you not spending money, but I you play this game almost. This is probably like the most we've played a game in a very long time, and it's probably been this way for like the last year, right? For you not yeah. to know how you sp- how how your materials work. That makes me under, that puts me under the belief that you don't care about any of the cosmetic stuff, and that's why I was. And then you do say I do do fashion soul, so I'd be like, "Well, your actions say otherwise," and that's where I kind of go from there. We we got to think about the game and stuff too. This is Apex. Apex they want a little bit of, of an absurd amount. When when it comes to the coins or crafting materials crafting or the material, yeah, yeah, yeah. they they won't you basically buy one legendary thing which is like what twelve hundred crafting materials twenty it's like eighteen hundred yeah eighteen hundred so, for events. something like that twenty four hundred for this event because they stand in the store yeah so and how long do it take to get them back twenty four hundred I think I, I think I literally got thirty you probably never see right it now. you probably got like you'll never see it again never uh-huh. see it again so I just it's like two battle money. pass worth of like complete yeah. the whole battle pass right yes so I'm like that's that's dead now if we talking about other games like freaking uh Overwatch I definitely indulge in the, the stuff in Overwatch like I bought multiple skins on Overwatch like gladly um not bought I just but you like use the currency that they gave yeah. Me. I use the currency. I bought the Flying Dutchman, uh, Sigma dude. Like I just, I was looking at Ash skins and stuff. I be, y'all heard me say. Hopefully they come out a new skin for Ash for this season. Like all that type of stuff. Like I, I indulge in that. Fashion Soul, same thing. Obviously, I need to play. What's the safest card? But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm skilled enough at this game where I don't need to play the safest card. So I'm about to get the. I want my dude to look a certain way. I did that in Dark Souls too. I did it in Dark Souls three. Bloodborne, same thing. Bloodborne gave you more flexibility and stuff. I got to actually see my dude and stuff. Even in Destiny, Destiny, a first-person shooter game, but you was able to kind of, I felt more integrated with Destiny because Apex, you got, what, 15 characters in that mug now? Everybody is the same character, like, or not the same character, but um, they're the people are going to play with similar characters and stuff like that. Like, you're, there's, There might be a lifeline. They're, at the core, they're the same character. Um, you can't differentiate yourself. You can be a warlock and I can be a warlock, but we can play completely different. Destiny had a little bit more personality within the characters where you can kind of customize and why well, want my dude to look like this. So I'm going to put this on. This is my crucible gear. This is the gear. I'm a, I literally was like, this is the gear for the raid. I don't really like the way it looked, but obviously it's the most efficacious. So I'm going to just use this versus in crucible when it ain't matter. I'm going to oh, come yeah. up there looking fresh. I'm finna come in here looking fresh and go crazy. So when I see my dude spawn in, you know, that's when Destiny 1 had the cold spawn ins and stuff like that. Yo, dude come in, you know, they put their banner down. He be like, yeah, we finna, we finna get busy. Like, they had the music, they had the whole ambiance. He be like, we finna get busy today, bro. We finna do this. So you be like, all right, how my dude look compared to everybody else? You go crazy. You see, they see the dude. They be like, oh, yeah, that's that dude with this gear on. He been going kind of crazy. I need to watch out for him. Like, he got the mythos in his hand. Like, he going kind of crazy right now. So, like, you was able to feel your dude and actually change the way you look because other warlocks look the same. Oh, yes, that boy with that chatter white on. He, he, been, he been working me all day. Like, he got this banner on. He got this this basic hunter. Like, those are the type of things where I can really 
get personal and did make my dude a certain way versus in apex well at the bare bones i'm lifeline and y'all can see me as a lifeline i'm gonna do the same lifeline thing like oh one do the same thing like y'all ain't got to worry about what abilities i got because they they only one way yeah it wasn't you couldn't customize as much like i could throw an axiom bolt i could throw a void grenade i could throw a shatter grenade like my shatter grenade might do something different i might have life steal he got a ram on he probably got life steal boom boom well, I'm running this one. Like it was just, yo, you felt more different than other people. You you could you had the opportunity to at least. Apex? Nah. Well, I guess that the the, the portions where you can show off, you know, stuff that you've earned or created or built or um well not earned, there's really nothing else you can do. Like stuff that you find uh, like an achievement, say for instance, you find that your, um, you know, your, your, your drone healing is a, is a huge achievement. So you put the amount of point, how many, how much you've healed people over time, stuff like that. I don't, I, that's where I was like, okay, you kind of lose me in your argument because more so that stuff doesn't be, that, that stuff is not engaged either, even though we played it for quite a while. So, Honestly, the, the I don't, use, don't even matter. Like those, I don't trackers. use those. The trackers is just kind of like I don't know. Like I, I like the. Let's just say we talking about little small little aesthetic thingies. The trackers is just numbers and how many drones. Like I don't. That, that's cool. With stuff, yeah, I barely even use them. them. Like that's kind of lame. Like that you got to buy them. To, how many season kills you get? You got to unlock that. Like it's just kind of weird that they do that, and the fact that they want to charge you crafting materials to unlock them is just kind of dumb to me and it's a little it's a little cause it causes a little disinterest on my part to make me even want to indulge it with any of that versus on call of duty hmm. you can go kill people go get an omnicide or something like that and then you, you they get, give you, you the banner little, for it yeah they give you a yeah. banner and then they give you a little emote thingy that pop up every time you kill somebody i know i was trying versus, to get my 250 ac 130 kills so i get yeah, the animated ones <laughs> yeah you get the you want them animated ones like them ones look cool like they pop up every time you kill somebody. They sitting in the lobby of somebody go hover over your stuff. They can mm -hmm. actually go look at your stuff versus on Apex. You kill somebody. Most time when you kill somebody and stuff like that, they don't, they not finna pay attention to that. I don't even look at people's stuff when they kill me. I just keep it going. Like you don't see people call or not call cards. They little trackers and stuff like that. They only show your tracker when you, your team's tracker, they show the, the leader, the kill leader type stuff or whatever. They got them on a big old banner thingies and stuff like that that nobody's gonna pay attention to. And then when you when you get killed by them, do y'all look at that stuff? Because I surely don't. I don't even look at the damage, what happened. I just be like, oh, I yeah, got it's usually just the kill leader once you once the game start. But that's usually it. Um, that's how I distinguish anyway. if it's a good character versus a bad character, bad um, individual. Like I, I usually use their stats checker because it's like okay, and that's why I purposely don't use the things. I'd be like, oh, I got one revive with Lifeline, but I don't show nobody because one, they're going to think I'm trash. Or if I got a whole bunch of stuff, then they're going to think like they got to go for me or whatever. But like, I guess it's a progression for me because I look at it as, okay, how much have I done with this character? I play with everyone. So I feel like it keeps me on track of, okay, well, this reminds me of 
I, well, I actually did play this character a lot. Or I actually did not play this character a lot. Or I actually tried to use something with like, okay, why am I in like the 400 range with this character? Did I, did I at one season try to play? But I guess I engage with everything a little bit more than you guys. I think you guys don't engage with that side because it's like, it doesn't matter to you. But not only so is it- because you can't indulge in it. Like you actually look at that stuff. You, you're looking at it for yourself. I don't look at that stuff for myself because the only thing I care about is my season kills. Everything aside from that, I don't care about how many, I can't even quantify how many points I'm healing on somebody because no numbers even tell me when I'm healing with lifeline. So it's like, I mean, I literally put it up there because it's a fat number. Like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't make this up, bro. Like, that's literally, that's the only reason I put up that. I'm like, okay, that looks like I've been playing lifeline for a little bit. Let me put this on here. Oh, like this, I did a but lot your with this. kills probably will just tell that. But I'm, I'm more so, I guess it's more so my end of how I think about banners and kill clips. It feels like I've, like what I've done with said character. So if I even played with someone else, like somebody picked my character, like y'all probably never had that occur to y'all or something like that. But somebody picked someone. When I play somebody that I just randomly pick and chosen, they don't just have like, the blanket there like they're not just someone i never tried or utilized or even did anything on even if it's 47 kills like i'm fine with that versus not putting anything up there and just being blank but some people that be dogs sense. that don't put nothing up there though yeah that's what i mean but they do that because they don't want people to know like we don't that they a dog yeah that's like different it's a different type of because like, like they still have the, the only one I use is kills. Like I don't even use the other ones because like if it's for example season six kills, I got a thousand kills season six. It's not season six anymore, so that one is invalid. And the only one that I actually care about, like Jalen said, the damage numbers be too big sometimes. So I just go with kills because like you know I got a thousand kills with this character that shows I've used this character a lot, and that's it. That's the only one that actually has any value to me. Okay. They, uh, they, they was reaching when they put them things on her. Them literally could have been little stat things. You could have looked at, like, how you can do on Overwatch to see your playtime with this character and all that type of stuff. They, but y'all did check that something. stuff, though, right? Yeah, for ourselves. And people in put on my call card. And I know, I know some of y'all, I don't know I don't know about Josh. I know I never engaged in that way with Overwatch where I would check if somebody was playing on a character and see if, how long they've been playing on it. Oh, other people other would people, do it. I look at mine. But what other people would do it. So I'm saying this is the same level of me understanding that, okay, he playing Mirage, but he only got like two kills, so he probably going to be trash with him. He ain't never engaged with this character at all. So that makes me feel like, okay, probably didn't want to pick this guy or he's just new to the game. That same thing when it comes to their level at the top. I'm like, okay, you're level 25. You're probably just new to the game. So I'm probably not expecting much from you. And that's when I'd be like, okay, he actually going off. He must be boosting or something. Because I'm reading based off of their banner what they're actually, what they're actually, how they're actually engaging. So I use it for information, even though it's just for myself. But it's something else that I engage the game with. Just like the, it's like a community thing versus anything. It's a community thing. It's like you was here for this season. You did this for this season. You was, you was engaged here in season one and you got a thousand kills. Okay. So that means you've been playing for a while. It's like, that is a community thing. Like, I don't, I don't see no but, harm in engaging. So like, 
I don't think those things are really accurate though, because like if I pick Ash, I'm looking at Ash right now. I got one that says 25 pistol kills with Ash, which means I must be trash not... with pistols or I don't use pistols. <laughs> right, but that's not. Or I got two sniper kills with Ash. That means I don't. Mm -hmm. I can't snipe. And like those, it's not even accurate because it's not account wide. It's character specific. Right. Then I'm saying. On top of that, literally, it, I don't give it. I don't give it a lot of merit because after what I seen when people be playing Fortnite with no skins, be some dogs on there. And you got them hunters and Charles of Osiris with no freaking with the most basic emblem. That's some dogs and all that type of stuff. Like you just, mm -hmm. it's just not a valid measurement to it for me, and it's just a waste time to look at it. I mean, I ain't gonna say it's a waste time, but it's, it's just, not because it's there. It's when you pop in the game and like the yeah. people that like that's nothing that's that's causing you to engage. It's nothing that's stopping you from engaging. It's everything about what you put into it versus what you take out of it. Because there's nothing that's going to stop you from, from... It's nothing that's going to... It's not causing you any anguish. It's not making you stop and look. It's basically something there that the community uses. And that is what the trackers are. It's a community-based thing. It's not for necessarily just yourself. It's for other people as well to kind of understand. Like, if I was to never have played, like... um with lifeline and i never use any of her trackers i wouldn't even remember how i used to play with her all the time i only know that i played with her because of what i used to do with my stats and i was like i remember playing with her often but that was like season freaking three like it's still seasons past now so even if they give you trackers for specific seasons I feel like they have some said value. I understand that y'all don't care about it, but to write it off like it don't matter, I think that's a little I bit I feel different. like it it doesn't replace other forms of customization. Like, if I had a choice, obviously it takes more work, but, like, I'd rather them put different customization. Like, you let me change Lifeline Drone. Like, I can get custom drone skins or stuff like that. Like, people will be way more interested in that versus a banner in which like they're axing real money for banners and they are putting it as equal as other things and it's like they're not they're just stats and so if you know i go to the event like sure i can craft it but like it's kind of it sometimes like feels like a waste of crafting materials just to see my stats don't they want 60 to get that like each one for trackers? Yeah, the the ones for the events are 120 crafting. Hey, no, I'll stay rabbit mine, bro. They and then you, how many characters? All right. Yeah, and that's they don't, one. They, don't, they never thing drop the only one. They never drop uh, everyone with this. They don't drop like a like the banners because it's, it's always going to be kills, wins, and damage done. Those are the ones threes for the all the event type of uh, banners things that 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 you can like make a customization or whatever you want to do with that. I'm literally talking, uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm literally just talking about utilizing said things. Like when you're going to like, okay, kills as a kill leader, I could care less about kill as a kill leader, but there are certain things on here that, that kind of distinguish me as what type of player that I am. Right? Like nobody engages with the arena stuff because literally it's going to take, it's going to replace the stuff that you do in the regular battle royale. So nobody cares. But if I go back and I look at how many season one kills I got, I literally got nine kills with path. It just shows a history that I enjoy to look at. And if I wanted to display yeah, it, I think the stats are valuable. Like every game should have a stat screen. So you can see that history. Like 
I played 20,000 hours of Apex. Like, yeah, show me that. But I don't think they're valuable as a customization tool on my banner. Well, why do you consider it customization and not just community stuff? Because it's under the customization screen. Like they could literally just have something so you can look at somebody's stats and then go do it how they do it on Overwatch. That would serve the same purpose. And you can actually take time to go do that but if you so it's please. It's like a quick glimpse because literally I don't feel like going to someone's like literally I don't like you Overwatch can still, was an overkill can, because nobody should be able to go in and judge you based off of your stats. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. Like you know, like that's crazy to me. Like it's a people game, literally though. did that. Like th that that made that that created a toxic place for people to go in and say, "I want to look at your stats and see why are you playing this character, right?" But this this kind of like what you present is what you want to present like you can put all black lives matter the asian lives matter thing you could do that and nobody would care because it's all about the community and what people want to portray in their bios as they're like yeah i'm not banners. saying that the but you're saying i, like I think not, the badges are fine i think yeah, the badges, badges are cool. fine because the badges are you know get a 20 ball and you get your badge for it like you earned it you did something for it or you played during a certain event it's fine the trackers are not achievements the trackers are literally stats that every game shows like i can go back to modern warfare 2 right now and it will show me i got 3000 kills during this mm -hmm. time period and it's free and if i want to show it up on my banner i can do that but it's like i don't see any it. value like, like there's value in it, but is a value worth paying for? Like, it's saturated because they're asking like they for. They make you pay for. They do, they're Deontay, saturated. because all the monetization is together. They're in the loot boxes. I'm open loot box. I'm gonna get two trackers and I'm gonna get a skin. Like, it's delight diluting the loot box so that um, they lose the value of loot box. And they're asking for crafting materials, and I know crafting materials are not real money, but how you get them is equivalent to real money and they're taking a long time to get so they are asking for real money or time for these stats stats and that you can see I don't see a value in it. but they don't charge you for the they don't charge you directly time. but they charge you either you get your loot box money that you just spent money on for your loot boxes they charge you for that or they ch charge you for your time you got to get the battle pass and put 20 hours into the battle pass to get these crafting materials. And let's bring it full circle. Let's bring it full circle now. They charge you, so everything Josh just said is accurate, right? To put on something that doesn't have a lot, that you cannot give a lot of merit, because some people don't, they can customize their stuff how they want to. You can be like, Josh don't put nothing up there. You could be somebody that play a lifeline, but you choose the not kill people when you put your kills up there, but you really a guy lifeline. Like I'm not saying that's a you know that's real hypothetical, but basically they're taking up time, money, saturating the loot pool to give you these little trackers that's free on other games that you can easily go access, and it literally adds no value. I can understand the point of it being polluting the 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 drop pool. I cannot agree with the fact that y'all are saying that they're worthless. I don't agree with that. And I never will. I'm saying they're, that, that they are worth. I would say they're worth zero dollars to me. They're worth zero time to me. If I get them completely free, they just show up. I get it. It's fine. I don't care. They ha I'll use it because I got it. 
I'm not going to go out on my way to get it. I'm not going to spend money to get it. I'm not going to use crafting materials to get them. But most of the time, not the worth trackers money. are just events that you just got to go do. Like, the event. Are on basic trackers? They still dropping for me. I don't. They literally, literally I'm saying the ones that are blue, like, literally the ones that are part of events, most of the time, those trackers are 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 either are 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 given to you in um in those in those set the loot boxes or there is literally like on the like those those one time events like remember when when uh revenant came or not rampart had her little whatever mode that was when she got her heirloom there was trackers in the free version of that thing not in the actual event that you pay for so what i'm saying is i get what y'all saying it's it's a mix. I understand it's a mix. I understand that it's probably better to just not engage with it at all because it's like they're monetizing stats. I get that. All I'm saying is, is that when you actually have them and they're actually unlocked and you did nothing to actually do it outside of just play the game, why is that a bad thing? Because, because if you people like me, I don't have all the trackers that I want to have. So I only can show what I what I have, if that makes sense. So I can't show you all the feats and stuff that I did because I ain't got them all. Literally, you have all the seasons, skills, wins, and damage done. Like, I'm looking at the event right now. The game. And Ash has, like, three things in the event right now. And if I wanted all three, I either got to Play the event, but and that event is, a, is like is those ones where they stay in the game, so they charge you more. So yes, they're double. So they would normally be around sixty. They're one twenty right now. I get what you're saying there. I'm not talking about them. Those are cosmetic trackers. Those I don't consider regular trackers. I'm talking about I, just saying wins, kills. I didn't know done. there was a difference between event trackers that are double price or not because I don't think of them as important. I think of them as stats that I want to show off. And if it, like, let's just say in a different version of the game, they just had a whole screen with a hundred different trackers and you just choose whatever you want, then sure, maybe I will put on, I got 300 revives with this character. But like, because it's not that, and there are different ways to get them, and there are some that are locked to certain events, there are some that are always available, and this whole scheme of learning how to unlock these things that I don't actually care about. Right. So I'm, I'm just, just not going to engage not, in it. I'm not telling y'all to care. I'm telling y'all I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not going to engage in them because it takes a, a certain level of interest or care in this item to get it. Respectfully, do that. I get that. I res I understand what you're saying, and I do think badges are more important to me because when I get my twenty bomb badge, I'm gonna wear it proudly. But I ain't got one yet. But I'm saying is that trackers play a part in that whole banner custom appeal to me. It makes me feel like. If I'm proud of my arena kills, or I'm proud of my arena wins, I can put that on there and I don't have to be subject to someone judging not my not only what I want them to see, but my entire portfolio. 
I want to represent what I find the most enjoyable in the game or what I find the most, the biggest achievement I have done versus what everybody else wants to pick apart. So when it comes to the trackers, I just find that they are engaging in that way where I could say, oh, I got um, a thousand arena wins. Nobody cares about arenas, but I care about arenas. So I want you to know I'll go off in arenas. Come get at me in arenas or something like that. It's literally nothing yeah, to be I mad was just saying, about. I just feel like I don't understand the point of being upset or not upset. Y'all just don't care about it. I get that. I don't care. But I feel like there's a point to it and there's a purpose. I can be it. upset because it's saturating a drop ball. But, that, but I'll say that Jaylen. I'll say that like Jalen said earlier, they're not that important because you don't really see them. I would say that. Like, you see the kill leader, maybe, uh, when you start the game, but I literally don't see it any other time, and so I don't put as much effort into it. When you play arenas, like, you see the opposite team all the time, so it might be make more sense then, where it says, you know, this person got 10,000 Rampart kills, so he must be cold with Rampart. But that's arenas, and it's a competitive mode. And I, I'm, what I'm saying is, if I... So put it this way, if we play Battle Royale right now and we only see the kill leader team trackers and we don't see any of the other 50 team trackers, what's the point? I've only seen... When, you, when somebody kills three... you, you see their tracker. When somebody so kills you... I'm dead. You... I'm, not, I'm dead. I'm about to press start and quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm not going to be like... I understand that. that. Thousand kills, man. I see why he... I'm... Nigga, but I'm that gone. man, that man, but that, but that team white is just trying to back out <laughs> again. We don't, don't we don't win thing. enough because if we won enough, we would probably be more uh, uh, opinionated. But even about still, we win. We who's going to see our thing? Everyone. The other ninety nine people left, and it's the the last team we killed. They're going to see it. Not not win the fight. I'm talking about win the battle royale when you come in and you That's are the I mean. champions. We win sometimes and don't even be the champion. <laughs> so again, what I'm saying is, when that time occurs, <laughs> what are oh we... I'll say this: it's not important because there are no lobbies. Like if there was a pregame lobby, you send a lobby, you can look at other people, blah blah blah. Then maybe it have more value because people, you know, that people will actually see your stuff. But like this is a random mode where 99 percent of the people are not going to even see your stats so it doesn't but when feel they do important. josh when they do. i don't know how they feel i don't know we ain't no it ain't no lobby where we can they can call me the n-word and say <laughs> i boost it so i don't know what they think is <laughs> what i'm saying is is that it's not just to 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 portray yourself as better than the rest it's also to show what you find enjoyable about said character or what you like about said character or what you like that you achieve with said character. So, um, and my counterpoint is saying. I can do that without buying the trackers because it still tracks it and I don't have to own it to see that history. Right. Right. You don't have to own it to see that history. I or was just so there, it has no customization value then. <laughs> So exactly. Okay. So it doesn't have no customization value to you and it doesn't have any point or purpose to you. Um, but outside of that, there is, there is 
um, some type of, I guess, value in it. Even if I, if I, even if I also did not engage with the trackers, I could see some value in it. Just like I could see some with the badges. Most of the time, I can't see no value with frames or poses because they literally serve nothing outside of just, I don't know. I don't know. They don't have anything. It's just like, because all you're doing is looking at it and your team is looking at it. They serve zero purpose to me, but I still wear them because I, again, engage with the customization of the game. Um, badges and trackers, I feel a little bit different about because those actually have a community value to me. But I get it. Y'all don't care. I understand. I get off my soapbox now. So, moving forward. Um, nah, what I ain't else? Done. Go ahead. <laughs> Not just... <laughs> Go ahead. Not just... <laughs> No, nah, but if, if they if they did have a lobby like some way where you can engage player cards and looking at like if they have some way to engage in that just a little bit more, it will make it a little bit more worthwhile. But okay. uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I just like, it, what just quick like in Overwatch, like you were saying, like I think it's weird as well to just check in people's stat screens, but it was useful in ranked where they will look at my stat screen and they will see like oh. He has a whole bunch of hours on this character, so you shouldn't even be complaining about me using this character. So it's like, I've earned my place, and you can see that, so don't even bother me. And so they'll be searching other people, like, oh, Deontay, you only got one kill with Soldier 76. Why are you using him? Go play somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, because, you know, Overwatch, you can only use certain characters. So, like, I got Mercy, and Jalen wants to use Mercy. He's like, let me use Mercy. I'm, a, I'm better at Mercy than you. Like, well, according to my stats... You're not. I got way better stats than you, so I'm gonna be mercy. And at that point, you are engaging with other people socially, whereas Apex, there is no social engagement, so nobody cares about your stats because you're literally just another random character. Wrong, because I just killed you, or I'm the character kill leader, or I'm the champion. There is plenty of things in this game that showcases. Maybe y'all don't engage so with them. We can but get third party and somebody killed me. That don't mean that they were sweet. But when they beat you head up, that means that they're better. Most of the time. There's not sometimes. Sometimes we don't win, lose from being third party. Sometimes we lose from just being outplayed. Period. So and there is mean, times. Huh? I don't think anybody's cold in Battle Royale, really. They team. Oh they got better God. position and they set up and they ready. No, there's plenty of people that are just better at movement and shooting than us in this game. Are not me. What I'm saying is, Deontay, I, yes, I understand, Deontay. That is true. I, I can't deny that. However, it, you cannot ignore that Battle Royale is literally a random mode. So it doesn't matter how much skill you have. There is always like a, at least fifty percent randomness, randomness to it yeah. that you cannot get over. Whereas arenas, there is no randomness. So I would say if somebody beats me one on one in arenas, I can say that person is better than me. Whereas in battle royale, they might have beaten me, but like let's go ten out, you know, best three out of ten. <laughs> I mean, three out of five, and see who wins. And it's like. Is they actually going to be better than me? Probably not, because this was a random death in a random mode. And arenas, it's best out of five. And it's like, they beat me every time. 
So they are literally better than me. That's how I feel. All right. Well, I mean, everybody has their opinion, and um, I I appreciate the conversation. It's a lot livelier, uh, and I I appreciate the um, the discussion. But uh, yeah, I think we all made valid points, and I think we can res respectfully uh, agree to um. Leave it at that, because I don't disagree with you. I think there's a lot of points you made that were truth, but there's points that were made as well that kind of counter it. So I would just say, let's leave it at that. Um, as long as a respawn here that they need to take them doggone trackers from saturating a doggone drop pool. And I ain't going to doggone say it no more doggone again. Doggone it. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I do agree it's that trackers are it's and and um, hollow sprays just as bad and um, are more annoying to me as well. So there is plenty of things in here that I have gripes about. Um, it just wasn't the trackers. But moving forward, um, we did still want to talk about uh, Microsoft <laughs> acquisition. I did not expect that to go that long, people, but it, it, it happens, and uh, we're going to go with it. But um, Microsoft and this $70 billion acquisition from Activision Blizzard. Everybody knows there's crumminess in that Activision Blizzard um, camp. Everybody knows there's some scumbags and some nasty people. Uh, the question is, what will Microsoft do? Uh, will they continue to churn out that big money? Or will they actually do some good? Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of both, to be honest. I don't think any corporation is squeaky clean, as they say they are. And um, I know they like Call of Duty, and I know they want that big money. I think um, a lot of stuff is still up in the air. But one thing's for sure is that Call of Duty still needs to hit that quota. And um, that ain't going to change. So... What y'all what y'all got in this acquisition? What y'all what y'all play in this right now? What y'all think? Well, good job, uh Activision for buying games that people don't care about. Not just playing. Nah, Activision. but uh, <laughs> you talking uh, about you talking about Activision? Uh, Microsoft. Oh, Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, Microsoft buying Activision, my bad. But um no, nah, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's a, a good move on their part. Uh I just don't want them to take away Warzone from being crossplay. I don't think they'd do that. I feel like that'd be dumb. Um, or just taking Call of Duty away in general. I don't really care about Call of Duty. I just need my Warzone because my boys. I don't know nobody that got an Xbox, but besides y'all, so um, I just need to have other people to play with. Cause since y'all got lives, um, that's my only thing. But aside from that, like the games that they acquired, like the Blizzard Studio and stuff like that, um, I just felt like. A lot of the Blizzard games was, I don't want to say they was niche, but they don't appeal to a lot of of late gamers, like um, or at least people that I associate with. My sample size not the largest, but I never heard people be like, "Yeah, I love playing StarCraft. I love playing World of Warcraft." Um, the closest I heard was Overwatch, and I felt Overwatch was a little bit more had a little bit more appeal um, to get like people that don't usually play those type of games in there because like the cartoony aspect of it and um, the multitude of ways that it can be played and how team-based it is. Um, but 
I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like. Dude, dude, My uh-uh. question is, and I, and I I hear what you're saying. Uh, uh, let me let me see. Let me hear. Let me hear Josh first before I go with mine. Go ahead, Josh. What you got? Um, or if you had some more, Jalen. I know you you was wrapping it up, but you know you. Were I mean, I would say that I think it is a good buy for Microsoft because whether we play those mm-hmm. games or not, they all of their games were like top five in their genre. Like mm-hmm. all their IPs were top five in their genre. Like Call of Duty, obviously the most popular FPS every year, outsells everything. Even Vanguard, which had bad sales, was the best selling game uh, like the month that it came out. And um, that happens every year. So that's like consistency that you can't be denied. Overwatch, same thing when it came out, was the most popular game that came out that year. And like, even though we don't play games like World of Warcraft, it's it's been like the number one MMO for like 15 years. And so Microsoft, it's a good investment because they have these IPs. And even if they don't, uh, let's let's say, do anything to the existing games like Overwatch 1 and 2, let's say they are what they are. But since Microsoft owns them, they have more freedom to do with whatever they want with them. If they want a, a Soldier 76 solo game, they want... You know, instead of having Call of Duty come out every year, they, it's coming out every three years. They have these decisions that they can make strategic moves to make better games or get people interested in these games because they're they have access to big audiences now, and they just have to follow through on it. I feel like, um, and honest, I would say I feel like Microsoft these IPs are in better hands with Microsoft than they were with Activision Blizzard. Because over the last five years, Blizzard, all their games have been uh, not failing, but interest has been falling consistently. And now it's in new hands, so maybe they can get that interest back. Yeah. Um, Same thing with uh, a lot of their things. Like, um, I know Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I'm really hoping for some new underground, new hoping for remasters. And they already did a really good remake of 1 and 2, so... Um, I'm I'm expecting more from that uh, series as well. Um, they have, you know, they bought Candy, they bought Candy Crush, and that's like for oh, huge. Grief. Yeah, they bought mm-hmm. yeah, another huge gaming uh, mobile game, but uh, they, uh, yeah, they bought King. King is um, a very big co- uh, company in the mobile space. So, I I was I was more so thinking. Is seventy billion too much? I feel like what they got. I don't know, but I know. Call I feel of Duty, like it's the number IP. I say the number of IPs they got. Maybe seventy billion is too much because what they get like seven different IPs. Yeah, maybe like more, seven. but like they get seven big ones. But like I'm looking at the. I mean, it's Wikipedia, so it's I'm not one hundred percent accurate. But like their games are all in the top thirty best selling games all the time so it's like maybe it's the quality of each ip that's worth the money it's, it's definitely not the quantity that they got but the quality um yeah. it, it might be worth it because like me and you play diablo 3 deontay and Jalen, like you don't play diablo but diablo 3 is the 19th best-selling game ever along with call of duty modern warfare and both of those outsold Call of Duty, Modern Warfare th- 2 and 3. And, like, those were huge when they came out. And so it was like... Yeah. 
I think it, the is the values there is just can they make it work? <laughs> it's more so yeah. about the now. Like they haven't proven themselves in a while that they're still at that level. But at the same time, the the Call of Duty it's been growing well, so much that it's outselling older games as well because it's 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 more so it's scaling with the gaming market. It's not as if Call of Duty is groundbreaking or anything like new. It's scaling with the market, but Call of Duty is such a huge name that it's causing it to be propelled to this higher tier, even though everybody doesn't like Call of Duty anymore. Most, most people don't prefer to play something else, but it's because it's being this namesake that has carried itself through time. Sales are going up and everything is going up in that route, but it's truthfully... They should be out the stratosphere right now because of if they were keeping same type of you know level of of sales moving th- throughout throughout like you know what I mean like it 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 feels as if well, they got a sinking ship sort of but at the same yes, time so it's like the highest level like of a sinking ship ever so it is a sinking ship for sure because like I y'all y'all know I used to play Overwatch every day and now I don't play Overwatch and like people. Call of Duty is still the most popular game, one of the most popular games ever, but like interest in that has fallen. But I feel like if the next, let's say all of those studios they bought, if the next game that um, comes out of those studios are really good games, I think it would be super beneficial for Microsoft. Because like I said, the 2019 Modern Warfare is is like slightly behind uh like all the super popular Mario games is like the best selling games ever. And the next Call of Duty from Infinity War is supposed to be Modern Warfare 2. And people will buy it. And it's just a matter of they can put out a good game and it sells super well. It's gonna be the number one game for that whole year that it comes out. So same thing with Overwatch 2. If they can pull it together and show people like this is the game and this what what all the stuff we add in blah 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 it will be one of the most popular games of that year so i feel like it just those two alone proves the value mm-hmm. in and, the that, and if that comes out if that's something that's like either even slightly touched every year it's amazing i get what you're saying i'm just saying that 70 billion is a lot um even though, even though it's a huge conglomerate of a company, I just feel like it's a lot, and I think um, Bethesda was nowhere near that. But Bethesda also had things that I, I'm just looking at it from scale wise. You know what they got yeah. versus what they paid for, but what they paid versus what they got. Scale wise, mm-hmm. it seems as if it was little off, in my opinion, based off of what they got from Bethesda, but. And like uh, it, feel, it makes this deal makes it feel like Bethesda got cheated, but at the same time, they don't sell as much as like they not no Activision. So I understand that. Um, mm-hmm. It's all big money. I'm too small for this big world uh, kind of deal. I'm just looking at it from the optics of what have I played recently? What do I continuously see be re- resold? What do I see still become a top selling game? What do I see as in the last few years that has been um the sales figures for certain games effort quality 
Activision is none of that. So and when I come to it, the, the, the understanding of the namesake is really just truly the biggest thing. Call of Duty is just, you can't put it. That's probably like 40 billion on its own. And then the rest of it probably make up the rest. But I just, you know, I just can't wrap my head around how big Call of Duty is. But at, at the same time, every year they come out with this game. Every year they got payroll. Every year this thing sells. And every year somebody's talking about it. So I can't really knock it. Hmm. So whatever. I think it was... Uh... When you said a sink, a sink, they uh, like a sinking ship. You was talking about because of like the decline of like the Blizzard games and just and Call of Duty. Activision's name, like. Activision's yeah, because they got a bunch of lawsuits about harassment and unfair workplaces and stuff. So uh, the company side is bad, and also interest in games like Overwatch and other stuff has been dropping because they haven't been putting out know, nothing, putting out as much uh, as good. So. It's been it's been a decline, and with the harassment stuff on top of it, nobody wants anything to do with Activision. And so and, now, and if Overwatch comes Two in, come out with more of the same, they just lost. That, that's a big IP that that was under, that, that was overvalued, in my opinion. So I feel like yeah, they got no, a lot more that. to lose in this deal than ever. You know, like Bethesda. No, this deal, yes, like they can lose a lot. Because, really, we're waiting for certain things to occur. Call of Duty has been proven. That's fine. I understand that. That's 40 mil. They got, I feel like they got Star. I mean, World of Warcraft, it's proven. They got a subscription base. They probably got goofu money coming in because it's like the number one selling, like you said, MMO. I thought it was Final Fantasy, but maybe I'm tripping. Uh, Final Fantasy is number two. Okay, so it is World of Warcraft. No, too long. Okay, um, so so that's probably another 10, 15 billion, <laughs> I would say. I don't know, but it just seems as if uh, they got two things that were very expensive and they got other stuff that came along with it. That's what it seems I like. mean, you probably get the old people paying money for Candy Crush and stuff. Candy Crush, King, Candy Crush is a very... It's like a two billion. I think oh, how much is that? I think it's like a really it's 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 a big company too. King has his own. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure King, Tasty. King has its own, or if it got rolled into. That's um, just passive income that they're gonna get every year, a couple billion just from Candy Crush. So the like, they got do like it's, it's a lot of money that they spent. Um, but let's just say, like, they money from Candy Crush and stuff keep coming in. Um, like, what I, I guess what I was getting at, uh, y'all said it a lot better. I feel like they bought, like, a, a, sinking, a sinking ship to some capacity just because of the... I remember StarCraft was too big at one point, especially, like, on a competitive scene and stuff like that. I'm not sure how big it is still, and they take forever to, like, come out with, you know, new games and stuff like that. Because usually the games, they put out pretty good quality and stuff like that, but... Um, I don't know, like, I just felt like Blizzard, I remember hearing, maybe because I heard Josh say something about it and stuff like that, but Blizzard, not the same company that it was, you know, like, five yeah. years ago or something like that, so um, that's why I was saying, like, did they really make that, was that, was it worth that amount 
is that really that much groundbreaking? They not gonna take Call of, or I don't think they should take Call of Duty off the other consoles and stuff like that because that's what people are accustomed to, and then more so than that, financially it wouldn't be a wise thing to do because of the amount of revenue Call of Duty does bring in. So, um, I don't think people want to buy an Xbox just to play Call of Duty or want to play Call of Duty on a PC or whatever. So, I don't know, but th- that was basically I was just saying I kind of resonate with y'all for those reasons. Well, this is interesting that um, Activision Blizzard's revenue last year, 2020, was $8 billion. And I don't know if that was a slow year or not, but like in a couple of years, Microsoft will make that back. Like at the end of this generation, they would have made it back. So if they get an almost $10 billion a year. Yeah, I mean... I mean that's their revenue. So is that their? It's not. It's the revenue. It's not the net. And like, no, it it might not actually be the they uh, pay off in like yeah. What is what what is their? It'll be longer before interest tax depreciation. What what's that like? Really, what's that? If that's the yeah, yeah. I don't have the whole breakdown of it, but it seems like over time, if they deal was like, oh, we'll make this back in two generations will make our money back yeah as I mean, long as it's, it's consistent then they will do it well i i feel like that's um that is the, the that is the thought process it's a bigger play obviously for microsoft they want that namesake for they can push their agenda of everybody should be on game pass exclusivity um getting into their ecosystem um they want that and that's what they kind of are fighting for. It's kind of like balking up for the big fight later on, which is cloud gaming, in my opinion, where everybody is just subscribing to games and not really buying them anymore, which is going to suck. But it's that's what it sounds like is going to happen. Um, but overall, big picture, having these names under your belt is huge. I just don't know if seventy million billion was the right number, um, but at the end of the day, Microsoft does business. Obviously, when you, if you're buying at when the when the, at the peak of the the the, the problems, it, it kind of tells me that you probably got a deal or you got it for less price than what it really originally would have went for. So um, they know what they're doing. Big feel out there writing checks like crazy. Um, Mm-hmm. I already knew homie was um that grin just it just it just it just it just screams evil with uh with a nice smile but he um more than likely trying to he coming for a Sony neck and um right rightfully so because um that whole I don't think they ever got over that uh how to share games moment uh E three <laughs> I don't think they ever did so that's so it's okay though. They deserved it, but yeah, they, they deserved they it. Get back. <laughs> now they trying to get back. I I agree. I think um, they said we gonna outspend you. So my yeah. thing is, I would just prefer for them to make, instead of acquiring companies, make, make better games. games. <laughs> just make just make some games, bro. Like I like I like games, bro. I don't. But Microsoft is a software company. They're not even creative. They're not like how can you switch from being software and like based off of 
numbers and computers and ones and zeros and then go into be a creative mode like you're never going to do it you got to buy talent and that's what they're doing like they will never be able to make and it's more it's just meaningful like games they recruiting left and right they're gonna recruit the best players and yeah. you know, see what <laughs> that don't see mean they're gonna happened, win the championship yeah. but they're gonna recruit the best players exactly they're gonna recruit them they out here making a super team, bro. Like that's all you got. That's all you got to think about it. They like, they like warriors. They they were warriors before Durant, and now they just got Durant. So I don't know. You know mm-hmm. It's like Screamer. it's like uh, it's like really GGs for the other side unless uh, they play nice. Really, maybe maybe Durant gets injured. That's what you're thinking. That's what they're think hoping. So I would expect, um. Yeah, I, I would just expect them to continue forward, and um, we'll see. I think uh, Microsoft is making big moves, and I think this was a. I still think it was a smart move, even though I think it's oh, it was a lot of money overpriced, and I think sometimes it's going to make a shift into the market of like what's considered uh, the right thing, um, because it could it could go wrong, like. It could be a bad situation if they start locking stuff behind this and like they start acquiring way more things than we thought they ever would. And they become this big monopoly in the gaming industry. And then they just raise the price on their Xbox and they raise the price on their subscription. That's a huge problem. Now their stuff is locked behind a paywall and they did the wrong things. They could do. I say this is the limit. I don't. I feel like they shouldn't be buying anybody else. Like if they buy Ubisoft or they buy they need to EA, go, they need like, to go ahead and buy EA. This, I ain't gonna hold you. They need to buy EA, but I, I, I feel like at that point it's too much. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I wish they would have did EA before they did Activision. To be honest, um, but I like I like EA games got a lot more. And Battlefield, <laughs> they gonna take everything. Battlefield a big flop, so it's like really the only biggest like. If if they do anything else, like if they buy two K, like if they buy two K gaming and they get like rock, you know, Rockstar and all that, it's GGs. Like that is really the biggest that the the biggest of the biggest at that point. Like they will be getting a whole bunch, and you know, NBA two K twenty twenty two. That's like that's like billions of dollars a year. So. I would never think they would ever pull that off, but unless, you know, 2K get a, a big scandal going on, they, they, they take a hit in the market. But, um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, Phil, I hope you know what you're doing. I hope you ain't steering us wrong. You, you quoted all this, you know, mancho about being for the players. Continue to be so. You've done the right thing so far, so I don't expect him to mess up at this point. Honestly, I think he got good counsel. I think he got... Uh, and make smart decisions. I just, I just hope um, down the line uh, that there's nothing like changes, nothing like you know. Re- I, and I, and I really hope people don't just start to try to create narratives that of changes, because I, I really hate when false narratives occur. I rather it be a real thing than something false. Um, but we'll see. Going to flip that script and raise the price on every. Uh... They're going to buy all the consoles. And again, the console just going to be this much and the threshold, the gaming, and all that type of stuff is going to be out this world. I wonder what they're going to do about the prices because Activision paid their games to $70. Yeah. 
And if they send them, I, I wonder what they're going to do, you know, because that there he's preaching $60 games, but you're going to cut your bottom line playing. And it's like the changes you got to make, you losing so much money, Phil. Um, so that's why I said it's 70 billion. Really? Like we got to do a lot to make y'all right again. It's 70 billion. You show maybe, maybe 55. <laughs> I, I would have been at that more. Maybe 55. I give you 55 for it. But that's a lot of money. But we'll see. Anyway. Uh, next thing I want to talk about. The last thing I want to talk about was the um, Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you introduce this. Josh, go ahead. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, I mean, we we checked. It came out this week or last week, and we checked it out uh, last night. Just played a couple matches, and like, I didn't have any expectation for it um, because we played Siege, and I think we liked Siege for a while, but it just wasn't. Couldn't keep our interest for too long because it is, I guess, has a very high skill ceiling, and the matches are pretty long and it yeah it just wasn't our uh jam especially what we was playing at the time destiny which is fast paced you know a lot of jumping and movement mm -hmm. um but it, it was a, a good a good game i think and a lot of people like rainbow six siege and so it's still popular but we did play the um the little zombie event that they had in siege and basically extraction is just a continuation of that um and i thought it might be not good like just a horde mode because i don't really care about horde modes and games and a lot of games have them but what makes this one interesting is they take that those rainbow six characters and you fighting zombies but it puts it in like a like a setup where you you drop into the mission you got your objective and you can try to complete the objective and once you can complete it you can say all right it's time to quit and you keep your rewards or you can say well, let's keep going and you risk possibly dying and if you die you lose some of your experience but the thing that was actually interesting to me was that you lose your characters as well so if you you know get to the final round and your character dies you don't keep your character and you lose some experience and so now you have to go back and get that character and get that experience and so that gives it more um stakes and uh, makes it more interesting because i lost my favorite character and it's not like i want to leave them there so i gotta play with somebody new and um try to get get them back and it's not i wouldn't say it's very difficult but it's easy to like have a team wipe and since your team can like die pretty quickly i think it's um it's really engaging like i was playing it earlier today and i was playing with some randoms and like we messed up on round two and it's like I actually don't want to continue to round three because I know it's it's too much risk to go to round three. So let's back out now. And if it got you thinking like that deeply into it, I think it has a good um, a little loop to it. Yeah, I agree. I, I was like, um, I wasn't expecting to like care too much about dying or how we go through the level. And then I was like, well, what is going to keep me coming back? And what you kind of what you kind of said yesterday was really brought into perspective. It's like a roguelike, um, where you have 
to make the decision on whether or not you want to continue forward or do you want to bank your stuff and kind of leave. Um, once you die with that character, you lose those abilities sometimes and you have to try to get it with a different character. Um, it also has that high stakes moment because you can, as you stated, you have like the randomness of your objective. So it's like you're going through each room and they have different objectives in that room, just like you would in a normal roguelike. Like sometimes you got to find a switch to get to the next place. Sometimes you got to, uh, you know, kill a, a boss or kill a bunch of enemies or you got to go find the, the path and go through the path and sometimes you got to find the objective and extraction so they give you the ability to kind of customize how you want to tackle the objective they don't just give it like okay this is exactly where they are and as you go up in difficulty it's, it's it seems as if it's going to ramp up and you're really going to be intense it's really going to be intense and it's going to have like really fun engaging stressful but fun engagement engaging moments um so as I was playing it and I was listening to everybody's reviews, nobody kind of compared it to a roguelike. I, I thought nobody, nobody really said that. They just kind of kept saying it was like a horde, you know, they kept saying it. And I'm like, this really is very similar to a roguelike. It's just a roguelike shooter. So why not nobody make that comparison? I don't know if, if it's just like flew over their head or they just went in thinking of it as a three V three. Um, I mean, three-person uh like left for dead style game versus an actual more because it, it sways more towards that than that left for dead to me um in mm -hmm. my opinion so when i was when i you know when you're going through it you can have heroic moments like my man's when he saved both of us he took us both back to the thing so we didn't have to lose our character and yeah. he stopped the match from moving forward. He didn't go and do the thing um, to to like try to try to do it on his own. He basically said, "I'm gonna rescue both of y'all, and we are gonna just bounce up out of here, kick our XP, and go." Because that's the smart move right now. And I, I would rather do that than actually lose everything trying to move forward or whatever. So um, you have those heroic moments. You have those chances where you can actually survive and save your team. And um, those moments they they i think they they i think they exist in left for dead um as well i'm just more so saying there's a lot of combinations of things there's a lot of character customization and like things that they can do where they have more different abilities and stuff like that and um that kind of engages me more like remember when i was sitting there on a on a on the character screen like okay we got this objective this objective this objective we'll be the best person for this moment and that's when i you know pick somebody like sledge to kind of bust down a wall so i can get through the objectives quickly and i don't i can have an escape route for myself so i just think it's um as we continue if, if we continue to play i know i'm going to continue to play but if uh we all play together i think it'll have some of those fun engagement moments where we actually have to communicate and move and accordingly um sometimes it can be I'm, i wouldn't say that it's it's like the greatest loop ever but i feel like there's enough there to hold on to to make me want to play again um sometimes I, I guess if we play long enough i cannot see some repetition occurring yes but it's more so about the randomization 
they have yeah. to they have to be able to keep up with the pacing of you and the randomization of a game like like that they have to be able to randomize it the, the, the areas have to be randomized the the field has to be randomized it can't go into it 20 games in and i feel like i played the first playing the first game again like that can't happen if that happens yeah. too much then that means that they did not create enough maps and weight modes to or like um objectives to really make the game feel random but if they do that and they can and they nail that there's no way this game can like really fail in my eyes where to be just a jump in jump out type of game um but people were saying that in the reviews they were saying oh it's boring it's bland i can't take it it's not it's like uninspiring and i was like i will say that it's um because it i think the game is forty dollars yeah, and it's uh also on Game Pass, so I would say yeah. you know maybe it's a budget game. It's not a full sixty seventy dollar game. Yeah. So because of that, the story is whatever, and there might not actually be a whole lot of randomness to it. Like there's not like random guns or random loot or anything like right. that. So, um, I think it's fun enough to go through and like finish and complete the game from what we played, but. Yeah, like you said, I don't know if it's like worth. Uh, we gonna one hundred percent everything because right. it might get repetitive because you know it's it is a forty dollar game, but right, it's but a, it, it's it a has, lot better than what I expected. Uh-huh. Yeah, it has superseded Black for Blood for me definitely, and it's superseded oh, yeah. so far. It's like, way more interesting. Yeah, it's superseded those type of games where you kind of have that cooperation. Um, it, it adds things, levels to it, and, like, little layers that makes you want to continue to play and get, not even just play, but get better, like, use equipment, you know? Get some good equipment on there. So, <laughs> And you can do that. So uh, that's what that's what I like about it. Um, and every character has their own leveling system. So even if you are leveling one character, again, that's not for everybody. So... If you don't use everyone, it has that level of I want to make you play with everybody. You don't, you can't just pick one person and play with them. So that's something that maybe um, that could that could that could also lengthen the the loop. You know, so I um yeah that's I mean that's really much all I have for it because I really didn't have like too much time with it. But right now for what I played, I was I was interested in playing it again this morning, but I just I had to work so. It's um, it's not it's not it's not as bad as one thought. Yeah, um, like I I played it earlier. I might uh, if you want to get on, we'll we can probably play through and finish it. I'm interested to see what the other levels are like and yeah, they do have like their in-game mode. I don't know if it's gonna be like annoying or not, but hey, it's good enough to check it out. I think they made a good choice to continue with Rainbow Six Siege gameplay because it has good foundation. Oh so. yeah, definitely the destruction, yeah. the levels. The I like the environments and how they detailed they are, and um, I just like how Rainbow Six Siege is uh, all their equipment and how the um, gunplay works. And it just it just it's just fun to play. It feels impactful when you shoot something, but at the same time, um, tactical. So, yeah, I like it. Um, 
But yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. I don't want to keep us longer than what we usually are. I mean, it's been two hours, but um, that's more so because we didn't talk about nothing last week. So I was like, forget it. I ain't cut nothing short. Um, but yeah, anything else y'all want to say to the good people uh, before we leave? And get up out of here. Nah, I'm just waiting for y'all to get back on For Honor. You gotta start playing some more fighting games. Stop it, man. <laughs> stop, the, stop, the, stop it, man. I'm sick of I, the 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 the, the um, Orochi Marus was taking over too much. I forget his real name. I think it's Orochi. Man, they probably got nerfed by now. Man, we'll see. I think For Honor <laughs> is free in Game Pass. I think. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it's gonna cost us too much to download it, but. I already know. As soon as I get up in that mud, somebody gonna cut my neck up, and I'm just like, bro, I <laughs> stopped your punt. I stopped your blade, bro. And they'll be like, no, not this time, baby. This one got that two 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 thousand on it. This one got that extra booster pack on it. I'm like, bro, what did Ubisoft done created? So, listen. <laughs> I should go download it. It's free. But all right, y'all, thanks for listening as usual. Uh, you can always find these on wherever you locally get your podcasts, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, all that good jazz. And you can also find it streaming on uh, YouTube at um, BCD Universe. Again, that's BCD Universe. House of Wolves podcast will be back in full effect uh, in two weeks. I don't plan on taking another week, two weeks off, but uh, you never know with babies uh, and schedules. So we will see. But uh, thank you guys for listening. As usual, if you got this far, you're the GOAT. Uh, But we will talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.